testing out our mics in here, so we'll see how it goes. Jean does I, sound good. I've already though. been. I've already been she recording. Does. You know that, right? No. <laughs> yeah. For how long? So, I don't know. A few seconds. Oh, that's yeah. Everybody knows how we like to hit, make the show start. Like, surprise, but it doesn't really happen until the music starts. So. Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Small Pond Podcast. We are here coming in chief from Central Michigan. Da, da, da. I feel like we should have like some going on in the background, but everybody's sleeping in the town. Mm. Oh, dude, nobody knows what time it is. You keep giving away the time. Everybody's awake. It could be in the morning. <laughs> everybody's it's 5 awake. A.M. Nobody knows. It's Friday night. Maybe, you're on, maybe you're on your way to work when you're listening to this. Maybe it's before you go to bed at night. Who knows? But you're going to be glad you're here. Oh, facts. Because we have some amazing special guests with us today. There's the sound effect. There it is, right there. <laughs> Just never, these are these are all the ones that come with the the Zoom thing. But before we get started, listen, um, want to just say a couple things to you guys. If you like what you're hearing, um, we would definitely love your support. And there's a couple ways that you can support us. One, sharing. Yes. Go ahead and share. If you're listening on whatever platform that you're listening on, go ahead and share this with your friends Sharing and your family caring. also we also have this cool little thing it's called buy me a coffee and you don't really buy a coffee because no. we've got plenty of coffee obviously if it's you just a play listen. on words it's just playing words but it's a way you can support us and uh just keep us going with what we're doing here and keeping the the momentum going so check that out there's actually a link and also if you're thinking about starting a podcast for yourself look it's really super simple like it's hey guys I, Gene and I have started a podcast. Yeah. So anybody are we? can are start we doing a podcast. podcast. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I thought we were just gathering together in the studio and talking into no. these weird circular objects. I found something I love. I love to do a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be and exciting. So, so check out the link too. We go to, with uh, Buzzsprout. Just a cool, exciting opportunity, and then that helps us move along. And speaking of moving along, we have our guests here. We have Ben and Tony Wilson from Wilson Farms here. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Right here from the farm. Right here. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Exciting to be uh, here with good friends. So, you know what. Before we jumped on the podcast, we were just talking about how there's a possibility or suggestion for them to start their own podcast, and they've never done one. So this is kind of really fun to just, one, you guys get to experience it and go like, hey, is this something we want to do? Maiden voyage over here. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is brand new. Headphones and a mic. Yeah, that's brand, brand <laughs> new. Happy and Can we chillin'. say comfort zone? Yes. <laughs> comfort zone here. It's not terrible. It's fun. Because one of the things us four like to do is have deep conversations. Mm, so really, that's what it's do. all about. And get information out there and love on people and uh, encourage people and educate people and all, all, all the things. But with that being said, and welcome one to the Small Pond Podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about our audience to just hear about you guys and your story. And so really, I'm just with that. I'm just going to kind of let you guys share. You guys can make googly eyes at each other what? on who gets oh, what. Okay. <laughs> oh, so it's just so you know, now. I'm setting the scene here because a lot of people are like, oh, what does it look like at the, I posted a picture on social media of what the behind the scene looks like, but they're sitting on the love seat together and they're wearing their headphones and we were really having some amazing conversation like pre-episode. We were like, we're not we're recording like, okay, yet. Wait a minute. We can't do this right now. That really was good. It was we, good uh, stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. 
But yeah, um, so we're just going to kind of flow with it. As you guys know and been listening, we are just all about the flow. We just want to have a good organic time, man, you know, and uh, uh, substance-free time other than coffee. Yes. So, you know, the substance of all substances. Funny. You like that, don't you? Yes. So so go ahead, Ben, Tony, you guys fire it up. Uh, Tell us a little bit about y'all. Sure. I'm going to let you start, Ben. (laughs) Wow. Oh, I love it. So first of all, I just want to say honor to you two for like suggesting that we look like lovebirds over here. I, I mean, I love that. I receive that because, uh, you know, Tony and I have been married now for 15 years. Um, in, and a half. In May. 15 and a half. Yep. <laughs> like it all. Like you're still the half. Like we're still yeah, the- like top preschoolers forever. The half is a really big deal. The half is <laughs> a know? big deal. Yeah. So, so that, so that's, uh, uh, that comment's a blessing because the longer you are in marriage, the more you look like newlyweds, that means you're doing something right. So yes. that's 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 really good stuff. So Come thank on. you for that honor. But uh, yeah, we've uh, uh, we've we've known Gene and Wojo now for a, f- a few years yes. and have loved loved connecting with you two and getting to know you. And it it is an honor to be on this podcast and just uh, talk a little bit tonight and just share stuff because we were having a phenomenal conversation. And let's just continue that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, for sure. So you 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 guys wanted to know a little bit about our story, right? Yes, yes for yeah. sure. For sure. Our listeners are like, what is up? Small town, small towns, small communities, small pond, extremely big fish. Yes. Love y'all. So oh, they're also going to like extremely big fish, man. These and, guys are going to bring it. Just um, Yeah. yeah big fish need to stay in a pol- small pond. I mean, they help the the small pond thrive mm. too many big fish leave the small pond mm. that's what we talked about in our very first oh, podcast yeah. and they go into a big pond with a whole with millions of, of big, big fish big fish mm-hmm. and that's why we see the like i don't want to say decay of small towns but we see like the dying of small towns because everybody's moving outwards and i would like to see that change personally yes but with yours totally so well, that's, kind of, that's kind of a great way to start our story because it's a both of us start. grew up in a small town and ended up in a big city and uh, yeah so so the town i grew up in wasn't quite as small as as uh, carson city but it's about five thousand people i grew up in a good old motorcycle rally town in sturgis south dakota hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like looking at Ben saying, like, oh, yeah, you're, you're kicking it off. Huge. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so yeah. five, but 5,000 people to you was a small town. It was, like, yeah. In, in, in my world, it was, yeah. it was a small town, you know? Sure. Sure. I know. Now, now moving to Michigan, I'm realizing that it's actually kind of a big town, <laughs> you know? But awesome. for me, it was, it was a, it was a small town and, and it had the small town feel, you know, you knew most of the people in the town, in and around town, and, you know, it had that small town, you know, you got to be careful about what you do, what you say, because you, uh, um, people are going to hear about it, yeah. you know, yeah. so. Even in Sturgis, South Dakota. Even in Sturgis, right. South Dakota. You know, and, Dakota. and, and, and this, this is, this is real talk. A lot of people might hear Sturgis, Sturgis, South Dakota and say, well, that's where the rat rally is. There's, there's a hundred thousand people plus out there all the time. No, there's 5,000. And then it, it gets invaded by half a million plus for like <laughs> Dirt, two, right. two weeks out of the year. But, um, so, you know, I, I grew up here in Carson city. I was born in Elma. Uh, that's where my, that's where my mom's family's from. And my, 
my uh, dad's family is right here in the great Carson City, Michigan, three three miles south of town. So I'm not far away from where I grew up, and I but but I had to go a long way to pull uh, pull a South Dakota girl back. Yes, so, he didn't even come to South Dakota to do it. He came to Colorado to do it, which is where our story really picks up. Okay, yeah. yeah so break it down. Tell 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 him what's up. Yeah. Okay. So um, I guess I guess uh, growing up in in Sturgis. Um, I always kind of had a thought that, you know, I'm going to go to college somewhere. So um, my parents encouraged us to go to a Christian school. And um, I grew up in, in the public school, went through the public school the whole way through. And, and so going to a Christian school was kind of a, a new experience for me, I guess. But um, it, was, it was a good experience, and it was a really cool place to go to college because, you know, you, you end up with a, you know, just – a, a minor in biblical studies without even you know having to sign up for that that's just kind of part you just walk away with that part and of the plan part of the plan and you know what it was it was part of god's plan too because whether i knew it or not at that time god was putting something in my in my in my path that i was going to use down the road which it's it's really been cool um and how he's and how he's used that and that that goes into a whole different story but we'll get um there. we'll get there we'll get there um Actually, my two older sisters went to went to Colorado, same same place I went, Colorado Christian University. And um, one of the reasons we chose Colorado is because we grew up skiing. We loved to ski in the Black Hills, and we usually took a family vacation out to Colorado once a year. And and one of the great things about Colorado Christian is they didn't have school on Fridays. So guess what we got to do? We got to ski all weekend long. Wow, that's cool. Yep. How's the powder, y'all? <laughs> y'all say y'all out there. <laughs> there is literally people that went to CCU because they didn't have school on Fridays. I mean, it's. I mean, it, you know, there's other reasons, but that was a big one. There's, yeah. a, there's, yeah, a, a, big there's one. a professor out there going, "No, they came for my class. That's on right. Biblical yeah. studies, like, for definitely. Sure. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened." <laughs> Yeah, so we did. We we did meet at Colorado Christian University. Um, I graduated uh, here uh, out of Carson City High School in '97, and uh, uh, instead of following my family's path of going to Michigan State and being being here in the state, I I decided that I was gonna you know go ski, fish, hunt, do all this stuff out west. And uh, a really good friend of mine, Mark Long, and I uh, made the trek out there and um, had you know a couple hundred bucks to my name and just left and uh and that's that's where we tie back into the small town thing right because you when you don't have perspective when you grow up in a small town i, I mean there's nothing there's there's no offense to being in a small town right but right. You, you don't have perspective until you have perspective right yeah. so so i just i thought well anywhere is different and better than than here or, or whatever right and and you know i grew up on a, on a dairy farm and so you just feel like you're got to be there you know so for me you know i'm a middle child you know i wasn't the first yeah. i wasn't the, the last well-adjusted middle he that's right and so <laughs> i just i just took off uh pretty much on a whim and uh and uh went to school i i spent time at colorado christian university as well as colorado state university in fort collins and that's that's where we met so yeah mm-hmm. That he and a, my he and my older sister were actually really really good friends. And we were we started it, freshman yeah. year together, and uh, thankfully uh, I didn't date either of her older sisters, which is a blessing. <laughs> otherwise, there would be no that wouldn't have worked. I don't think for <laughs> our podcast would be a lot different right now. Be a lot different, different. Yeah, 
yeah. Uh, <laughs> we say that jokingly, but no. Uh, and 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 her old or her her sisters and I are still great friends today. But yeah. that that is how I that is how I met her for sure. So mm-hmm. so, what was it in the? I mean, you you just you you said you had like two hundred dollars in your pocket mm-hmm. in like in in your 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 farm is. It, when did your dad? Like your family's been in this specific area spot since. 1903 or something or 18 dad was telling 1851 1851 is when um is when my um my ancestors uh started the homestead uh just three miles south of here yeah right right where everything is today so so i'm the sixth generation to be to be on the farm awesome and so with 200 dollars your name you just decided i'm going to fort collins denver area and and going so how was that received? That was two hundred dollars, <laughs> just to be clear, in nineteen ninety-seven. Two hundred dollars, which is <laughs> which is like fifty bucks today. Well, and I'll ne- <laughs> I'll never forget that. It's funny you say that. I'll never forget that. And this doesn't have anything to do with the story, but it does show you the value of money. Yeah, Ga- I, I yeah. literally bought gas in Denver for less than a buck. Yeah, in nineteen ninety-seven, mm-hmm. eighty-nine cents I bought gas. Oh, for. I remember 89 those cents. days. Those those were the good years. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the good years. All oh, back in the day. They the good day. Years. <laughs> They're like they they are in a small town. Listen to them. Yeah, <laughs> so, totally. Seriously. No, no, no. Stay, stay. Sorry, on. sorry, sorry. I I really got us off track there. With no, the you can never gas. get us off track. They love all this stuff. Eighty nine um, cent gas. Oh, that's awesome. I know, right? <laughs> so so so, how was that received? Like from people, like you know, cause especially with. Uh, um, Mark Long, he's the guy that does the propane, right? He does. Uh, yeah, still, guy, st- still a really here. close friend of mine. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, you and him pack up, go head out there. How was that like received? Like, what was the? I mean, obviously, I know, I know your family now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so, give me some thoughts and perspective on what they. Because I like how you said it's a perspective change that you did, not just I'm getting out. So I have been tremendously blessed in my life to have uh, incredible parents, and uh, never forget. Uh, one of the things my dad told me growing up is because there's there is there is pressure to continue the family business, you know, perceived or not. There's just that's just a thing, and so um, he never really allowed that pressure to be a thing. And he always said, you know, go to school, go do anything in the world you want to do, and if you if you can't be away from this place. That's when you come back, you know, That's if, so good. if you decide that this is your life's passion and life's work. And so, and so he, he instilled that in all of us at a young age and one out of three needed to go. So some wild oats apparently. Right. <laughs> and so, um, so that was me. And so honestly it was received really well, Woj, but you know, that's something that I don't, I don't know would be in every family situation. They, right. I mean, you know, I'm not saying they were ready for me to leave, but I mean, it was, it was like, Hey, you know, and, and, and plus I was going to a Christian school, which if you knew me in 1997, you're like, wow, he's going to a Christian Oh, I want those stories. Uh, everyone's got a pet. Whoa. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let's I dig always, up the dirt. Like, let's yeah. just go. Come on. It's awesome. I always like those stories. We all have them. We do too. We do. Yeah. We, we do. It's we what do. makes us human and it's what makes us praise God all the more for what he's done in our life. So tell Amen me. to that. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So you get out to Colorado and you're going to school, you're friends with Tony's. And so, so how did this all like, let's bring it together before, because I want to get the Colorado days, you know, talked about, cause that's, that's really exciting. I, I like, I like yeah. things that. So actually that it, did it did get you there. 
it did start our relationship, though he didn't know it. Um, Ooh, it was on my end. A story. A story. Started before before I even went to college. Um, I was still in high school. I was a junior in high school, I think. And I'd go down and I'd visit my sisters and I'd meet their friends and, you know, we'd go to parties together. I know we went to a Christian school, but <laughs> you mean, we found that group, you know? You there mean, was always a Christian, group. Christian school, they don't, they, they party right, you know, too. Like, like oh, wild. Gee, everybody knows it. Right, Everyone's listening yeah. like, I know. Again, that was the story before the, the real story, you know? Yeah. Right. Was, um and uh, so, so anyways, we were down there, and I was down there with my parents for Easter. And of course, when the parents come down, you know, they they take you, they pour college kids out to dinner, and and <laughs> and then you invite a bunch of friends that didn't go home for the holidays or whatever. And this was at Easter, I think. And we went to this little. It was it was it was like a home style cooking. You put all the food in the middle of the table. It was called the it was called the White Fence Farm, and we went and. My older sister Tara invited, you know, Ben and his best friend Luke, and we all sat down around the table and and we're talking. Of course, my dad likes to dig in, you know, and and so he's he's chatting it up with Ben and um and how this conversation he's go? Gene. He's just yeah, he's he's asking me <laughs> so so where'd you grow up and and uh, Ben's like oh I grew up in Michigan and my dad says well where in Michigan did you did you grow up and. You know, Ben gets the hand out and shows him, you know, like points to where, where he's at in the mitten. And For those of you listening, like, we're pointing right you, now on the mitten, guys. Sorry, you can't see. Hold your hand up like a mitten because it's shaped Michigan. like a mitten and you point to where you are at in the palm of your hand. <laughs> if you're in the UP, nobody cares. No, nope, sorry to offend all you UPers out there. Sorry. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Ben says, oh, I don't know. It's, it's about an hour north of Lansing and. You know, he he seemed real reluctant to name the town because, again, it's a small town. You want to go to the big city. You know, that's where people recognize where you're from. And my dad says, have you ever heard of a little town called Carson City? And Ben just about dropped his jaw to the floor. You know, and he looked at my sister saying, like, is this a joke? Well, it turns out that when my, my dad's a family practice doctor, when my dad was in, uh, doing his externships, like, they're like internships. He did one in Carson City. Stop. I never heard door. this story. <laughs> the year before Ben was born. Yeah. So Shut the front yeah. Door. So yes. they have fond memories of this town. When watched they football. just loved it. Very Went and watched good, football right. games. My mom rode horses. She grew up on a farm. And uh yeah. So that was, you know, of course, of course at that time that's when like my ears perked up because I'm <laughs> listening to my dad get along with this guy and i'm like oh who is this guy because i have so much respect for my dad that i need to find a guy like my dad you know so him him talking to ben spurred my interest a little bit and from then on out i was kind of keeping my eye on ben a little (laughs) bit hearing stories from my sister because i was again still in high school and anyway so in my world, that's where our relationship started. <laughs> that's so, where she oh. had. That's where she was yeah. keeping an eye. I was, and then you, was. and then you, and then you went ben to college guy. there. I did go to and college guys, in the year before Ben had been going to to uh, Fort Collins, um, which was uh, uh, it's about an hour. Colorado State. Colorado uh, State, yeah. yeah. And he decided to come back to CCU the same year that I was going to be a freshman. So I was so excited. <laughs> yeah. Like I know you. Gosh, dude, yeah. we were like. Like I did Maybe a gig in Fort Collins like, once. Uh-huh. Yeah. I loved Fort Collins. It was a it was a great place to be. Groovy town, man. Yeah, it is. 
All right. And so uh, the sparks flew, and then you guys sure. became an item. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, we we, we we had a similar friend group, you yeah. know, and it was really weird for me to think about dating my one of my close friends' sister. So that was weird for a little while. Um, and uh, we didn't start dating, obviously, until she came to school. We spent time together. And and uh, so that's really that's really our initial start you know, for, for where we met, um, and how we got together and our family's really, really kind of aligned, you know? Um, and it's, it's, it's interesting to, to say a story like that because, you know, God had, you know, and I, and I really believe this, God had Tony like selected Come to on. be my wife, you know, since, you know, yeah. b- before time. And, and, and so it took all those series of events and uh, you know the fact that my in-laws are living two blocks south of where we're sitting today for a short period of time in life, but I mean that's crazy. Yeah, it's that, absolute crazy that is a, talk. And, yeah, and, and just to share with the listeners, like we didn't know that till you now just, in yeah. the recording. Like it's not like we went out and like, oh, let's find this really cool bougie story about how like everything's connected and just make it work. It's like no, that like y'all just dropped that, and I'm like tripping out, like for sure, not in the tripping out way that some of y'all might be thinking but it, it blows my mind because it truly is ben it's like when, when we when we talk to people say like god has a plan for your life and everyone's mm-hmm. like oh well that's just no seriously he does and so cares so much right down to the detail it's like your future wife your in-laws are actually going to live in the town where you grew up and you were here at that time would no. you were you born your mom no, your mom said dad was this would have been between when my brother was born in 77 and when i was born in in uh um 79 so before you even born <laughs> yeah that's good i the like it parents of your wife lived in the town would you do i'm tripping dude right <laughs> we're gonna pause for a moment and just let everybody trip right, that's what it sounded like okay <laughs> so 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 i want to add something on there that yeah. that uh that, that i know that i know you guys do and we do and we've had we've had a legacy of this in our lives mm. is our parents praying for their future spouse to their children mm. come on yeah. and i can guarantee you that was going on yeah and it just shows you like how much of a loving god we have yeah. i mean it's absolutely incredible you know to take to take uh the cir- the circumstances that just bring two people together they're just wild you could never make i mean you could never make them up it, it, it's just it's just incredible so um praise the lord yeah, yeah. so mm. did you guys get engaged in college like mm. this your senior year as you were wrapping up college like no it was after the senior year okay yeah so then yeah. you went back to yes. south dakota and you came you went <clears throat> you stayed in colorado yeah i i had uh i had somewhat made a uh air quotes career out of uh being a fishing guide in alaska and so i i really got used to that lifestyle i would i would go to alaska in the summertime i'd spend four months and actually when i got out of college it was kind of nice because i would get to spend that extra month and have to go back to school and i had a i had some work in denver that was really super flexible um i'm a very relationship oriented person so i could almost talk anybody into anything and i had this i had this guy that i worked for that i'd be like hey man this is cool are you cool I'm, i'm cool if you are and and so i so i would come back but 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 i was coming back for her i mean there's no doubt you know when i left school i mean i wanted to be in that area so that i could be around tony and 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 our friends that we had and so it was it was a couple years after um i graduated for sure but yeah uh, it was it was a year year after i graduated i think and and then the reason that i said that with a little bit of uh 
oh, I don't know, tone, yeah. that's what we say, yeah. is because I, I had, in my mind, I was going to date a guy for maybe a year, year and a half. And, you know, my plan was that we were going to still be like in that new part of a relationship when we get engaged and everything's perfect and all this. It was three and a half years before he, before he proposed. But God does never not do <laughs> things. On, or, or, he never does things on our time scale. It's always outside of our expectations, but within his plan, that is so much bigger than than what our plan ever was. And Ben, in in his perspective, did not want me to miss any of those college years that mm. I had because he appreciated them so much for what he had for, from them, the experiences that he got. And and I'm so blessed by that to think back at the wisdom that he had in that because I had a lot of fun in college. Like that was a really yeah. big growing time. It was, it was just, it, 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 you know, you just gain so much experience during those years. And, and part of that is being out of the small town and growing on your own and becoming independent and learning about what, you know, life is away from home, whether or not you go back to that home. Right. And so, um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. And where did you guys get married at? How did you pick the state? Oh, we were definitely going to get married in South Dakota. I, know. I mean, I, I mean, zero <laughs> doubt about that. Yep. I love yep. yeah. Tony sweetly. Like you, that's cute. You yeah. didn't really have a choice. <laughs> no, no, no. We got I'm married. The bride. We got married in in uh, uh, Tony's backyard. Uh, most beautiful wedding you could ever imagine. The scene in the in the in the Black Hills of mm, South Dakota cool. in the spring. You know, it was over Memorial Day weekend. It was beautiful. Flowers were blooming. It was awesome. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. It was absolutely beautiful. And I had a you know good good group of family come out for that that was 2006 uh, okay. spring of 2006 so yep. we got engaged in well it was it was uh it couldn't be on a holiday because that would be too expected um it was after christmas but before new year's i think so it was december 30th if i remember correctly and the funny part about our story is that i had gone home and i was so fed up with we won't even talk about marriage. And, you know, I didn't see where he was going with this because it, he wanted it to be a surprise. And I was so frustrated. And he had a plan to bring me back to Michigan with him for Christmas. And I was digging in and being stubborn. And I said, nope, I'm going home. I'm going home for Christmas. And I did. And he had planned on proposing to me while we were in Michigan. Well, I messed up that plan. Maybe that was because you got me Carhartts for Christmas that year instead of a ring. That's yeah. when you know you're from a small oh, town. When he you got get your Carhartts for Christmas. Yeah. Michigan sponsor, the official oh, sponsor of so Michigan good. Carhartt. Yeah. So, that, we, we don't get paid by Carhartt. We're not. No, I'm just kidding. I do that all the time. So I'm going to say something like, we do not get sponsored by Carhartt. We just think that it's, it's cool stuff, man. It's good stuff. It lasts forever. I didn't realize it at the time because I didn't grow up on a farm. I didn't realize mm-hmm. the quality. So, so anyways, we as I'm home, I'm talking to friends that I grew up with and different things and deciding, you know what? Maybe there's something more for me out there. And I think maybe it's time. And I'm telling my parents, you know, my mom, I'm having a conversation with her. Mom, I think it's time that I take that I just take a break from Ben because I don't think I don't know if this is going anywhere. He doesn't really want to talk about it. And as I was really thinking about it and praying about it, um, my relationship with the Lord wasn't like super deep at that time, but but you know I'd grown up in in the Christian faith, and so I was praying about it, and and I just God just laid it on my heart like I need to know that I'm first and not, and Ben's not first, and so I decided that I was gonna sit down with him 
and tell him, you know, we need to take a break. And so I picked him up from the airport when he flew back from Michigan um, and I was back in Denver. And we had a date that night to go out to the melting pot, which is where we usually uh, would go for special occasions, birthdays. And, yeah. Um, mm. And we're sitting there and we're having a nice time, but I'm still got a wall up because I'm just kind of annoyed about this whole thing. And I'm pondering in my <laughs> so mind, good. like, I, I need to do this. I told God that I was going to, you know, like put him first and, and this is what he stirred in my heart. And um, so Ben gets up to go to the bathroom and I bow my head you know, as I'm sitting in that booth and I just said, God, oh, God, when hard. he comes back, yeah, it's, it's time. I'm going to tell him that we just need to take a break. Yeah. We've been dating for three and a half years and I don't know if this is going anywhere. And if this isn't what you want me to do, you need to bind my tongue. And, um, he came back and what he had been doing while he was in the bathroom was gathering the courage to propose. <laughs> and so, you know, that was how God bound my tongue. And it was just, you know, we were actually talking about this last night that that was just God's confirmation, yeah. you know, like his blessings come when when we lay down our desires at his feet and say, you do what you need to do, God, but yeah. I'm going to obey you first. I'm going to put time. you first. And, and he blessed that. So what did you say? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I know so how it works. I'm just kidding. Ben and Tony Wilson. <laughs> 15, <laughs> you know, 15 We're talking years. about marriage. Yeah. 15 years. That is so, that's yeah. such a cool story. I, I love it. You know what's incredible, Jean, is what she just said has has absolutely resonated throughout our marriage as well and and we're you know we 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 bring this up multiple times as well but that that trust in in god and that dependency on him first rather than your spouse or any other thing you're putting in front of him at, at any given time like that always unlocks like yeah. the like the next level or the next step yeah. and that's that's been our pattern you yeah. know that's mm-hmm. been our pattern is totally makes me think about our um engagement for yes. another time our engagement our well just in regards to like listening to god and oh, yeah and trusting him and going like laying down your will like at the time i didn't want to be married Woda didn't want to be 100 percent. Exactly. we kind of just were at a point where like we're friends but we were but see and I, then and yeah, then you found a blessing in that. So, but yeah, that'll have to be another podcast. Spent, <laughs> it just it, made me kind of like think. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, it's so true. I agree with mm-hmm. exactly what you said, Ben. Well, I think when the listeners listen and they're like, "Oh, listen to you guys," and "Oh, I mean," because we 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 get a broad spectrum of listeners. Not all everyone's a, a Christian or a Christ follower, and even that is filtered through things of what that means. But you know, when I look back, it was a year before I met Gene. I was sitting around having a conversation with, with God. Some of you guys might call that prayer. I just talked to him and uh, like, I'm talking to everybody here and, and you listeners. And, and, you know, it was like in all the relationships that had, had gone wrong. And before I got saved, the, the mistakes that I'd made and the choices I'd made, I was like, what is wrong? What's the common thing? And God's like you. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh crap. And some people might think that that's like a, a, a dig or a God, but no, what he was revealing to me is like, it was me, my, my, some, whatever was, I hadn't turned things over to him fully, you know, to let him do his healing work in my soul. And, and it was in that moment when I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to submit to you 100%. I'm going to be yours. 
I don't need to get married. I don't need to do that. And I, I started painting. I started focusing in on, on uh, music, playing music more and really pouring into that. The, the things that he's created me to be. And it was a year later. And I remember coming home, the music store I worked at got shut down in Vegas. And I remember coming home to my family in Michigan, my mom, cause my dad had passed away. And, um, you know, she had a job for me all lined up. Everything was like ready for me to move back from. And God was like, he would bring me images of people I had met in Vegas, people who I was in relationship with that didn't go to church or didn't, but they were just people that I was in relationship with. And it was when I laid all that down and I flew back to Vegas a month later, I met Gene Hmm. and now we're 18 years in. Yeah. And so, and so when you, so when you guys say, and when we all say it and when somebody gets there and says, I submitted to God, I think that stirs a lot of emotion in people mm. and the listeners out there are probably thinking, yeah, but it's true. If it, I mean, you can't make this stuff up what we're talking about here. And it's true. When you submit and you say, you're not my will, but yours, it opens up a whole door. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, Yep. I'm going I'm to go get her like to do my own thing. Still do sometimes, but it's going to be uncomfortable. But, the reward is exceedingly and abundantly mm. more than we could ask or imagine. So yeah, sorry I didn't. Mean a, to, I I'm no. listening to your guys' story. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And that's actually I was good. thinking that's about why. our story, and I was all like, wow, this is yeah. Well, it's perfect because mm-hmm. boy, if 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 we can't share stories and yeah. invoke emotion in each other, then we're just probably not connecting well enough, right? Right. Yeah. And and that's that's the magic, right? So I mean, that's 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 the good stuff. God's will is made perfect through our weakness. Yep. And it's 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 our weakness that brings on that submission. And submission seems to be a tough word today, but honestly, like when we are weak and we are vulnerable before him, that unlocks that 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 submissive attitude yeah. and then that that is what propels us into our calling yeah i feel like that could be a whole like podcast right there submission vulnerability mm. um surrender <laughs> like yeah. i love yeah. all those the words and they make us so uncomfortable as a society yeah. um especially the word vulnerability but it, it's all those words that actually bring you life and people are like how i don't even understand like um they do, and that, that's like just the beginning. Like I feel like we can just scratch the the tip of that mm-hmm. conversation. Those, are some those big topics, dude. And, they are and really the big best topics, topics actually, because yes. yeah. yeah. it's the human condition, yeah. and, and it's and it's it, it resonates in yeah. everyone. And it's really the only way we can grow and we can learn as uh, individuals, you know. And we hear people when they're at their vulnerability level and they're being authentic and they're like this is my story and you really listen that you start to go like wow you have compassion on another human being and here's another creation of god's and you you begin to live out um who god is to you and how you see people you know how god sees people not how you see people but how god sees people yeah it's good stuff man for sure i'm just tripping because it's seriously like just the the stories and how god brings people together and what he's doing and um really i just encourage our listeners to embrace that i don't know um i don't know where anybody's at on the journey but you know it sounds cliche to say give god a chance but no seriously like if you've grown up in a church or you have uh had any sort of experience as a, as a child just really pause and you know you can put this on pause on your on your device and and just check in with god where you're at yeah 
He's definitely listening. All right. So you guys get married in South Dakota. Oh. I'm super curious. We obviously the listeners know that you're here. You came to Carson City, but so I want to. I want to know the why. Okay. Oh, wait, maybe yeah, not. I was gonna, no. So I'm sorry. I mean, that no. Interrupt, did you guys not end up here? It. We we are here. Yeah, okay, you did here. end up here. No. What happened is we actually after we got married did not know where we were gonna go. Ben was still doing his, the fishing guide thing in Alaska, yeah. and which is um, dope, by the way. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It was pretty it was, awesome. It was some fun <laughs> it's like my previous life. Man. It was it was amazing. Oh. And uh, so we did. We went up to Alaska. I went up and I worked at the lodge with him. And um, it was it was actually that in itself was a testimony because I had gone up the previous year and um, we did not live together. And we kind of bucked the trend of the day, I guess, because we were just dating at that time. And um, we came back and we were married and, you know, we got to stay together. And that was a really cool deal. It was just that it brought a lot of conversation to um, the people that we worked with up there, which was which was a really neat conversation. Um, but when we came back from Alaska, we did not know what we were going to do. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just going to be about kind of what doors opened for us and um some of our dear friends were were gone and so they let us stay in their house which was just a giant mansion on a hill basically and we were like oh this we're, we're living the good life here for a couple <laughs> days but but it was a really neat time because we we spent that time there um after living in a little you know crew shack up in alaska for our first few months of marriage <laughs> um it was kind of like a second honeymoon, but it was it was it was hard because we were we were really digging into what was what was next for us, I think, and and that was really scary. There was a job opening in Colorado. There was a job opening in sort of in the Sturgis Black Hills area, and there was a job possibility in Michigan, and we we really needed to decide where we were going to go, and that was real. That was really um, that was really scary. You know, it was, it was okay. A big challenge but what for us broke down? What were some of the factors that brought you here? Like, what? Why was the decision this? Yeah, I mean, we were we were in a spot <clears throat> where we uh, we were getting our you know sustenance like continuously from just you know desperately seeking God's will for our life, and and that's a that's a tough spot because we knew we didn't want to keep traveling and living out of a suitcase. You know, I had done that for a number of years, and we were married now, and yeah. you, we we immediately wanted to start you know put some roots somewhere, and so right. we 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 stacked hands on the fact that like we're gonna we're gonna move somewhere and we're gonna do it for two years, and like for us that was a big deal. Like right. making a commitment to somewhere because we'd been floating around doing our own thing, and so we we just we just weighed the you know strengths and weaknesses of the different things, and and we just we you know God doesn't always give you peace in in the in the moment, but there was there was peace in moving to Michigan, and it was an option. You know, I had a great opportunity here with a with a uh, um, long term you know. Uh, colleague friend of mine who you know ended up being you know one of one of my mentors um, that you know really got me back in the ag industry and and it was it wasn't easy none of it was easy I mean I 
I I was not going to be a farmer. I mean that that was not what I was going to do ever. Like no, that, I always that, joke about that. I went to the city and I ended up with a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? It's crazy. And, no. and do you consider yourself a farmer now? Oh, do you really? A hundred percent. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I am my. I live and breathe agriculture. I mean, yeah. that's what right. I do uh, all day, every day. I mean, like, I mean, uh, from the weather and growing plants, and I mean everything I do. And so, not only am I professionally in the career off off the farm but i also you know farm with my dad and brother and what i found out there was you know god had such a huge calling for us back here with so many different things we did but just that part like you could hear tony talk about it like that was a huge pivot point in our lives is making a big decision because you know we had lived in denver colorado for you know almost 10 years and or the surrounding area. I mean, yeah. I, I lived yeah. in Summit County and Breckenridge for a little while. And I mean, you know, Colorado area, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and and so for us to move, and, you know, it's funny. Uh, I think, Woj, you made the comment at the beginning, and I was thinking about, you know, everybody moves out of small towns, right? Yeah. So when we got a U-Haul to come back here, they were super pumped. Okay. Like U-Haul's like, wait a minute, you're bringing <laughs> a U-Haul to Michigan? <laughs> Yeah, we'll give you a special deal. <laughs> Don't you love it? That's so good. Like that that encompasses the whole thing. Like you you want to take a U-Haul from Colorado to Michigan? Okay. That, okay. <laughs> we'll give yeah. you special rates, whatever it takes. No, but um I say that jokingly. We moved back here at a time where I mean the economy was tough, housing market bubble had like mm, totally right. crushed. And I mean it was like, you know. It was it was a different time, you know, for yeah. sure. And so, uh, so we we uh, we made a commitment to do that, and and it it was it's it, it's never been easy for Tony. Uh, it it's gotten easier as we've as we've done this for the last fifteen years, but it's never been easy. Oh, which, Tony, can can you comment on that? Like, what's been sure. the hard? I want to know. Yeah. So um, that's been a really big point in my story. I think is just. You know, I, we never. When I married him, he wasn't a farmer. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. He was, he was a know, guide. He in was a fishing dude. guide. You know, and I intended that he was right, right. <laughs> gonna go into business or something. We could do that anywhere. And um, he had no intention to go back to the farm. And w- whether or not that was, you know, that was in the in the in, in the works. I mean. Um, wasn't really a contending factor in whether or not I was going to marry him or not. But I'm just saying like that, that perception or that, you know, opportunity wasn't really there when we first got married. And so trying to make that decision, are we going to go back to Michigan? Are we going to stay in South Dakota? I think at that point we had decided we were going to be around family, one or the other. We both had a really awesome relationship with our family. We felt so blessed by that. We wanted to be near them. And God just really closed the doors that were we thought were open in South Dakota, and he made it so clear that that we needed to go back to Michigan because he he had it, you know, the opportunities was were there, and and I just remember when we finally made that decision, I was just broken because I I felt like it looked like we were choosing families, and I know that nobody saw it that way, right. But in my in you know in my mind I thought I, I can't tell my mom that I'm going to Michigan, and I remember telling her just sitting in the kitchen with her just sobbing, and 
it was hard. Like, I, don't, I would cry right now <laughs> thinking about it, you know. But, but that again was saying, I am married now. He is my number one. Yeah. And I need to follow where God leads us, not me. And uh, there's the oneness conversation that we were having before we started the pod- podcast. But he he brought us to Michigan, and there have been so many blessings that have come out of that in, you know, just growth in our relationship, growth in our relationship with the Lord, and growth in who I am. And um, that's a whole different story on its own. But I held on to that, that we were going to move back to South Dakota for oh. 10 years. Really? Oh, yeah. And, you know, so this was just, we're just here for a couple years. Straight up. That's, that's, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to, it was we're actually gonna 11 years because I remember the time where I started <laughs> to kind of let that go a little bit. And we'll never say that we're anywhere forever because we want to hold that right. up with an open hand. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that's you lead it. us, God, we will go. But I've let go of the fact that we are moving back to South Dakota at some point because right. that might not be what God's plan was. That was my plan. But you might want to go my to Tennessee. expectations, right, are are not not often God's plan, and that's one of the ways He works in my life is breaking down those expectations and saying, "No, my plan is better than what you wanted." So just trust me in that. And and you know what? Every single time I've taken that step to say, "Okay, God, I trust you with this. I'm going to lay my my expectations at your feet." He has blessed those and multiplied his blessings in incredible ways and and uh so yeah i it you know i don't know what he's got next for us but right now um i'm really glad that we decided to listen to him yeah so you, you guys know? have been oh. here how many oh, yeah. years 15 15 it, okay yep. so the full the full length of your marriage yep. mm-hmm. which is 15 and a half so six months Six months into your marriage, you moved out. Yep. Exactly. Okay. It, it was it was it was the fall of the fall of two thousand six. Yeah. And you have how many children? I have three. You have three children. Son and two daughters. Yeah, Come that's on. right. They're, Grant they're Windsor awesome. Bristol, you yeah. guys got some little warriors, that's for sure. Oh, they're incredible. They're yeah. great. I um you know, I just I just how oh, I'm gonna try to phrase this because it was coming to me, just listen to you talk. Tony is like, there's not this, I don't, I don't sense. And I hope everyone's picking up on this. There's one Carson city's blessed that you're here. Yes. Yes. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I received that. And so I, I don't want listeners to think that, Oh, I submitted. And then now I'm in this like eternal suck fest. I'm never going to get what I want. I'm never going to go. Um, because you know, the Lord says, uh, you know, he says that delight yourself in the Lord and he'll grant you the desires of your heart. What are some of the ways that God has, met you in those moments where you said oh this is my dream or this is where i want to be or this is where i saw myself but then brought something that just affirmed that you are in the right spot for the for the time yeah well i guess um one of the first things that happened was i started substituting in the air because i area because i had my teaching degree and i Mm -hmm. needed to start looking for a job and a job opened up for me right away at at the Christian school where our kids actually now go to school. And I I worked there for four years, and the relationships that I built at that school um, are still really good friends of mine today. Yeah. And I just felt so blessed um, by those relationships. And now our kids go to that school, you know, <laughs> because right. we love it so much. We we just we believe in what they're doing, what they stand for. Um, 
And that was really where I got my feet wet in the teaching area. And I knew in my heart that I I always wanted to teach at the public school at some point, but I didn't know, you know, when that was going to be or what doors were going to be opened for that. And when we got pregnant with our son, um, I'd always also always known that I wanted to stay home at least for a few years with our children. And so, um, so I decided to step down from that job after four years and I, um, I was out for about a year and a half and started getting, you know, itchy feet, I guess, like, what what am I going to do next? And, um, I started my master's degree and, and so as I was working on that, doing an online program, we had our second, uh, child. And, um, during that time, I got a call from one of the, the, the principal at the public school and she wanted me to start, um, a preschool program for three-year-olds. And, uh, that was not ever really in my plan, but it was an opportunity to teach. It was she had reached out to me, um, and so I just I just started thinking about that. I started praying about that, and it was part time, and so it seemed to fit really well with being a mom as well. And so we decided to take 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 that on, and um, and I did that for five years, and and it was a really neat experience. I had never intended to teach preschool. I didn't I didn't realize that <laughs> the things I realize now that early childhood is so different than than elementary school. Um but I learned so much in that pro- process and it was while my kids were early childhood. And so all of the things that I was learning to teach and to, you know, incorporate into a curriculum for a 3-year-old, 4-year-old preschool, I was getting to do at home with my kids too. And um just so intentional about where they were in their developmental stage. And that was just God putting things in in place in his timing that matched up perfectly to bless our children and and us in the process as well. And so I guess that would be another blessing um, that came from it. I got one that you didn't mention that I just know about. It's, it's, it's um, a physical blessing, but your guys' home is so like, it's so cool. Mm. They live like how do we describe this in the back? You guys got a it's creek. Alaska without the. Oh my gosh! It is. I see what you did bears. there, Ben. <laughs> dude, it's one hundred percent. When you said Alaska, I'm like, oh, I'm it's in a house. log cabin, and they have this beautiful porch that it's I. They got a mile and a half driveway. You're in the <laughs> cornfield. You're oh, like, they she, don't she live in it. this. I'm thinking I'm visiting the first time, and I'm like. Uh, this is not safe. I don't know where I'm going, but they're saying keep Keep going down the driveway and eventually a house does appear and it's beautiful. And I'm like, we live in a town. I could, yeah, I could have thought, just close my eyes. We're in Alaska. Mm -hmm. There's a bear somewhere. (laughs) According to Facebook, there might be there, there, there's a lot, you know, we, you know, it sounds like, you know, you put you, you put your life together and for somebody listening, it's like, oh man, things just fall in place, you know, whatever. And Oh yeah, let like, one talk about the struggle. Everything's just perfect, <laughs> you know, and and that, you know, that's what people hear and like, oh, they live in this cool house and what well, these these are all dreams and visions that we had that we talked about early in our life. Come on. And so there's so many cool things that happen along the way. We don't we never knew what the story was going to be and we still don't know what it's right because even the story of the house i think i remember tony Mm. telling me like it's some 
this dude, it was a builder who bought this property mm-hmm. and built his, essentially his dream house. Mm-hmm. And you guys, another blessing from the Lord. Why did he put it up on the market? Like, he was just like, oh, I don't want to hunt well, he here. he did, and, and then he took it off the market. He did, took it off, and then it, it wasn't even for sale, you know, when we when we bought it. So, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things that... Yeah. You know, it's probably and, a good thing. We would have been at a bidding war. I'd have been like, hey, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. let's do it. Let's Dude. do this. <laughs> Dude, I, I just come and visit. Perfect. We, I'm down we with live that. In, we I'm live down. in the city. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, in town. we're city just, folks. We're city folks. <laughs> we've, <laughs> got the, <laughs> we've got the cabin. <laughs> yeah, and you've got keys to it. Anytime you can pop, <laughs> on, pull right in. That, so. <laughs> like, who's the, oh, here's the Wojo's. It's like, yeah, they're going to record the pie. That was actually a discussion about um, possibly recording out there. Because it is quiet. It is peaceful. And it is. Um, just I don't know vibey thing. I I'm, I'm into like places like when I think about mm. Hitstown, Hitsville down in mm. in Detroit and little places, Sun Records and stuff like that. Just those are little cool places. But um, yeah, I, I think the struggle is there. But I think even the word struggle is subjective mm. because the struggle is not the same thing for everybody, and everybody doesn't hit. And I don't think you have to crawl through mud and barbed wire and and to struggle. Sometimes it could just be like surrender and in like you guys we're going to touch on this because i think it was really powerful in the in the pre pre episode discussion was you and 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 tony alluded to a little bit but you guys talked about becoming one like what that means to have um goals he guys I'm, i'm probably not articulating it right but you know like you've been married for 15 and a half years you're doing life together but have you been doing life as one? And we really hit on that. And and so if you guys wouldn't mind like sharing it, because you talk about all the goals, all the things you've done, and we're going to get into some exciting mm-hmm. things for your future. But let, let's just mm-hmm. talk about that. Cause our, so our listeners can hear that there's some real hard work that mm-hmm. y'all are putting into mm-hmm. what seemingly might sound like, Oh, well, this is a fairy tale thing. No, there's no fairy tales. It's a very intentional. So, touch on it for me guys <laughs> yeah there's there's a there's a there, there's a place i want to start first went with and then we'll roll into this answer you said something when, when you asked this question wojo you you said uh you said you know everybody has a different place that they start mm-hmm. a different place they struggle you know that's part that's part of my salvation story right flat out so some of us have to be broken in different ways we all have to be broken okay right. so we you know so um but you know i've been blessed to where my journey had to do with you know seeking and seeking intellect and seeking intelligence and you know pursuing right and so i didn't i didn't know i was pursuing christ but ultimately that's that's what i was pursuing and so instead of being broken in the gutter I was broken on a journey to, you know, being intelligent and learning and growing, right? Right. right. I was still broken. So the reason that's relevant in this situation is because um, it may look like, you know, oh yeah, you know, things things just always seem to work out, you know, whatever. We're we still come from a place of being broken and in that process, just like everybody listening to here. Somebody's out. I mean, you're 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 broken. You're you're in process, just like us. We're yep. today we're broken, we're in process. So how that relates to becoming one is, you know, we we may start at a different place, but the the goal of becoming one together, that's like that's what we're commanded to do in scripture. And, you know, we're 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 supposed to, you know, leave and cleave, right? We're, you know, leave our leave our parents, leave, leave you know, leave our 
our um, our previous situation and become Comfort one. Zone. Yeah, and and so becoming one has to do like in in our in our marriage. Um, that's the challenge, right? So you, you so you think about there's you're living a life separate, right? Like I have a I have a job, right? Tony has a job. She was a teacher, you know, is a teacher. I'm I'm a farmer and a and, a, and an agronomist, right? So, or is that our career, you know? Right. Like, do I go off separately and do my thing, or does she go with me in that journey, right? Come on, come on. Do 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 I participate in her journey of teaching, educating, you know, th- those types of things? Am I fully engaged and on board with what she's doing? And are we making these decisions together? And that might sound kind of weird, like mind trippy stuff. You're like, oh, you're just rephrasing words and whatever. But no, it's being a hundred percent bought in. Mm to what your spouse is doing and you are making the decision. So, so, you know, we talk about this all the time. I'll just give one quick example and then I'll let Tony talk about the topic. The the example I want to give is when I leave the house, I get to spend maybe an hour and a half with our kids in the morning before I leave. So I make a sacrifice. We make a sacrifice of my time to leave the children, you know, and now they're all going to school. Well, it wasn't like that before, you know, there was time to spend. So, and I only get maybe two hours in the evening. We put them to bed. The the routine starts. So, like, we have to make the sacrifice for one of us to go out and do the thing. And sometimes that means overnight travel. That means three and four days away. If we're not one in that, mm-hmm. we're separate. And we start resentment that builds that a hundred percent. So that's one example of like when you're parenting and you're one in in your marriage together. Every decision you make has to be one decision right not like what's best for my career or my situation yeah. you know and 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 so i hope that brings some clarity to yeah. to maybe what you're talking about and and maybe tony wants to fill in some gaps with you know with with what i said there but yeah i guess the example that i would use for that would be uh, the new journey that i've just recently started on <laughs> which you know kind of brings us into a new uh part of the podcast maybe i don't know we'll see where it goes but um is uh you know i don't even know where to start with this i guess but i'm i'm doing something right now um where my desire my passion has always been writing lessons writing curriculum and as i was teaching that kind of became more clear to me that as much as i love being with the kids and I love developing relationships with the families. I really loved like the preparation that went into teaching those kids. And so um, God kind of took me down a path with that of uh, to, to, to see where that could lead. And so for the last couple of years, I've been um, working with the children's ministry at our church and and uh, doing a lot of the writing, the curriculum and different things for that. And um, I would do something with, you know, with, my kids and and the cousins and do like a VBS in the summertime and I would loved writing all of that stuff and um I just I just loved to write and so anyways um I've kind of started this this thing where I'm developing a a a brand a business uh you know all of it yeah all of those things where I can put some of that curriculum out there that I get so excited about and so passionate about teaching. Um, and and that was something that Ben fully supported me on. I right. support you, do this. One of the other passions I've always had 
is to write a children's book. I just love children's literature. And so, um, you know, that was a passion that I had way back, even when I was in high school, that I kind of put to the side. And all through college, it was still kind of just niggling in my mind, but I never really intended, you know, where is this going to go? And um, and as God kind of, uh, or as I put that aside to, to pursue my teaching career and be a mom and wife and, and all of those things, um, just in the last year or so, that's really been stirred in my heart again. And God put some things in place um, through some of the things that Ben is doing where He's bringing both of those things together, this passion to write curriculum for kids, but also to write this children's book. And so I'm uh, I'm starting this this website where it will house all that curriculum. And I've written a book, but I, I haven't you know started on the publishing process yet. Um, and all of that is under a brand called His Aerosmith, which is you know we are um, we are aerosmiths to the little arrows that god has given us for our quiver the children that you know psalm 123 or 127 talks about um you know and uh it's our job to sharpen them and so that's where the name his aerosmith came from because we are aerosmiths for the arrows that god has given us and um anyways ben has supported me through this whole process of just Mm. figuring out what this what this dream is what you know, what path it needs to take, just developing more clarity as I take steps in the process. And, um, but I kept getting stuck. I, I kept getting stuck where I don't know where to go next. And I was frustrated and I, I felt like I didn't have everything in place to even take the next step. And I couldn't figure out why I was stuck. And all, all of, you know, as I was really just struggling with that and frustrated with that. And, you know, I've done all of this stuff in preparation to, to launch this thing, but I, I could not get myself to take the next step and I didn't know why. Um, and then we went to this marriage seminar and the pastor, you guys were there as well. The pastor talked about the one plus one equals one in a marriage. And, you know, that kind of started to stir in our spirits of where are we at with that? And, Within a couple days, um, Ben had a conversation with one of the men that he met at a King's Council event. I don't know if you guys have talked about King's Council mm-hmm. on the podcast before. Uh, not or specifically, maybe Man Academy. Academy, but okay. yeah, King's Council, kingscouncil.org. Is that the, the website? I think. I think it's King's I think it's dot com, but dot com. Kingscouncilcoaching.com. Yeah, King's Council yeah. yeah, yeah. Check, check that out. Weatherford, the guys, uh, Riley, just, I'm telling you, just dudes. Mm hmm. Ben, we could have a whole other discussion about yes, that. But yes, yes, and we need to. But yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. He, he met he met um, Brent Weideman at this, and I had actually been coaching with Brent's wife, who wrote children's books, and 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 her husband Brent publishes them, and um, it just he just had a conversation with Ben, and said, "Hey, we need to we need to have a call," and and so as as uh, as he and Ben were. We're talking later that week again. Another thing in you know that mm. that God put in the path during the right time. God's timing is always perfect. Um, was just about telling you know challenging Ben. You know you've encouraged your wife in this. You've supported her in this. But are you with her in this? Are you walking Ooh, with on. her in that? I can't remember the exact language that he used, but he challenged you that on that, and and. Together that night, we had a conversation about 
about what they talked about and it clicked in my mind that that's why I'm stuck. Yeah. I can't take the next step until you and I are doing this together. And um, so are and you so, writing a book, Ben? Yeah. So, so, so everything <laughs> that one and one does, one does, yeah. right? right? So everything you do separately is one thing. And so where I was leaving her at the threshold was, hey, I'm going to support you everywhere I can, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. but I'm leaving her at the threshold. Mm. So like, I need to grab her and pick her up and carry Come her on. through the threshold. Like, so yes, this is going to be, this is going to be Tony's book. She's already got it written. Like I didn't write any children's book. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. not, that's not where I'm gifted at, but where I'm gifted at is I'm perfectly designed to be her husband. And to fill the gaps of where she needs me to step in and be that man in her life, right? And so where I was challenged by an awesome brother of mine was like, listen, you're you're there, you're with her, but you know, are you leading where you need to lead? Are you filling the gaps? Are you a hundred percent with her, you know, every step of the way? Well, I wasn't. Right. I was saying, Hey, sweetheart, like, let me know, like, you know sure running a business is not is not hard for me to do like i like i'm i'm happy to help with this this and this i'm happy to help yes yeah. i'm not happy to i'm not happy to lead like i needed to instead of what you have going on it's what we have going on and right. i just changed one word yeah and everything became we and all of a sudden she felt covered and now she can just roll yeah. right come on yeah mm-hmm. That's good. No, that's it. It's it makes me want to talk about order and marriage and all those things, but that's all. <laughs> well, there's so <laughs> all many the things. Other, so all the important. I, I, <laughs> yeah. and, and here's the deal: there is not a limit on. Um, I'm going to say this: everybody, get your coach. So everyone who's listening, find you a coach. Yes. Find somebody. If Tom Brady needs a freaking coach, you need a coach. Yes. Coach you through life. Doesn't have to be a spiritual guru, mental person. That's not what we're talking. We're talking somebody that can look into your life and point out places you can't see, point out um, blind spots, and um, and and really do that because that's that's really what Ben and Tony and all are talking about here is like like opening ourselves up to to people and allowing them to say, hey, here's where I'm at. Here's what I'm thinking. What do you see? Yeah. And and then being able to act on that because really I mean it, it was what was what was it just a dinner date type thing at a small church on a Saturday night mm. that we weren't even really going to and something happened where we were able to go to we we're go like, to that we'll be there. Ben and Tony are there and then we totally hear the same message and applied it to our lives and and from what we were talking about in the pre pre episode pre show discussion was. I think we all started like right in the car on the way home. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to have this discussion now because um, I'm, I'm supporting Gene. Gene's going through a program called uh, Epic Church Leadership Institute, ECLI, mm-hmm. and yeah. it is a two year program. And so me just supporting her and say, Hey, I got you, babe. Oh, Hey, you should go for that. But no, it requires like, I am, I am taking care of all of the things in the house during the time she is in class. Come on champion. You know what I'm saying? Like I am in, and we even knew there's some Tuesday nights when we have game, game night because yeah. I, I became that guy. Tuesday uh, nights are loose. That's are, for are sure. Loose, but but you know <laughs> that will be. I mean, we got a two year haul, so you know, like four weeks. But but that's the practical. That's the tactical. Mm-hmm. It's not just saying, "Hey, I support you," and I hear you saying that. Like, no, but I'm going to lead in this, and I'm going to be an example. 
and and then that becomes a non-negotiable and that like you said was that covers them that covers them and allows your wife to become all that god's designed them to be because you've created a space as a man called to biblical leadership you've created this space and so i want it's to great to see it is great to see and just to give uh, the listeners some i don't know maybe backstory um, in growing in coaching but it wasn't really until two and a half, almost three years ago, that Woja really started seeking out coaching too. And you our stole pastors, my coach. I did steal your coach, um, and uh, <laughs> I actually got coaching before him. <laughs> I was like, maybe I need to find a coach and get a coach. We found somebody who was awesome and uh, a dear friend. And, and Jean's like, Jean, Jean went for I, it. it yeah, awesome. I ended up coaching with her for six months. But anyways, he was on the journey, and he he goes through program and. I am for and more evolution and uh, get some coaching. And I remember we discovered like it was something we had read where it just talked about like women and women are, if you're listening, I don't know where your husbands are or your spouse is at, but you desire, it's not that you want your, your man to be more than you, but you want him to lead. Mm -hmm. Um, So men hear me say like lead. I don't know what that looks like in your current life, but I'm pretty sure if she's with you, she saw something in you. <laughs> so oh, be encouraged on, in that word. Um, and so sometimes we just get caught up in the life of like, well, this is just all we're going to do. And we, we've just kind of settled into the norm. Um, but there's huge potential in all of us. Yeah. And so by Wojo unleashing his potential, because I always thought Wojo was amazing. I, I and It's true. Um, and when he went to go coach, uh, with Weatherford, and he told me the price tag with that. I, <laughs> I hesitant, and I remember being in Alabama, and I looked at him, and I said, the reason why I don't think you need this coaching was because I'm like, I already think that you are all those things. And then he turned around and said, I love that you think that I'm all these things, but I need the coaching. Yeah. And I was like, okay, then we can spend it. And and we ended up getting like, like money, when it came to money, like that m- it was worth every cent. And I remember yeah. even talking to Steve and going, like, this is everything we spent, we've gotten back yeah. then some in that coaching. And so then it allowed you to feel comfortable in leading. And then I got to see you lead and stride in areas which made me feel safe and comfortable because mm-hmm. you started taking ownership. And that's what you guys are talking about so here good. is taking ownership so of your yes. role and then how how us as wives, like, women are strong and we are feeling it you know we we're seeing it culturally just rise (laughs) well but we need men just as just as much we just had this conversation last night about it is that you know my personality is is a reluctant leader that always tells me that i'm a leader and i always said that i'm not a leader but that's not true yeah that's not champion language that is not you know, that is putting limits on what God can do. And, um, and so, but I, but I did find myself, especially in, in the spiritual realm, like I was, I was seeking after God and, and trying to, you know, really delve into my, my relationship with the Lord. And, and it was, it was an uphill battle. And part of that was, most of that was because I didn't, we weren't one in that way. Right. And I was leading our family and that was hard and and you know wives out there women out there i understand 
You know, it is hard to be in that place, but you keep you keep praying and you keep taking the next step and and there will be blessings that come from that. Whether you ever see those blessings, your yeah. children will. Come on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh anyways, um I just I just remember when Ben started doing this coaching with with Steve and some of the other men in King's Council, it it shifted something in our relationship and I remember just feeling so relieved that I could submit. I mean, I think as women we we do want to submit, but we need a man to step up to submit too. Oh, come on. You know? Girl. Yeah. And dudes. we want them to lead us, but he's got to earn that spot. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think maybe that's part of the curse is that, you know, women are going to step up and do it because that is mm. just what we do but we don't really want to be the ones that are leading this right or i don't think we want to be alone do you remember that book that's what it talked about like the win and a lot i'm sure this is going to be a little bit of controversy but uh oh you uh, your spouse can only grow as as much as the as the 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 man of the house, we'll say. Yeah, there's. Do you remember? A, that? I cannot. I don't think remember of that. exactly the specific, uh, what what it's from, but it was, it was sort of so like. Good at remembering things. It's like, like that. the. It's like, okay, you put a fish in a tank, and it only grows mm. to the size of that tank. You know, you keep getting a bigger tank, and I, and I think that's just the capacity that a man has will limit his entire family, if you ask me. And you know, hey, let's check it out. But but as a man grows. And as a man becomes fully what a man's called to be in the earth, then his family will be, his wife will grow to everything she could possibly be in the earth. His children will grow to everything that can possibly be in the earth because that's just how the order is set up. Yeah. You know, it's not a, and it's not a sexist thing where it's like, oh, a woman can do everything. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, there are things that Jean does. She can say things and it's so beautiful and wonderful and it's very controversial. And I'm like, if I said that, like I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm getting run out of town on a rail, you know, but it's <laughs> packaged like, differently. It's packaged in your size. <laughs> And I kind of take advantage of it. (laughs) Well, we get confused with even leadership, right? Come on. So we think leadership has to be domination or whatever, right? Like, like you're like you're leading a person, so you're just like, hey, you're my boss. Yeah. You know, being a boss and a leader are they they couldn't be further apart. Absolutely. So being a leader in this situation, honestly. And you said it earlier, Woj. You're like, listen, I knew where I needed to fill the gaps for Jean so she could do the things she needs to do so we can be one in that journey, yes. right? So it's it's being a good servant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm glad you touched that, like, That's bro. just it. You're just serving. You're choosing to serve. And so for me to lead my wife, it means I need to serve her. Right. And so serve her like, oh, just pick up after. No, I need to be out ahead thinking about how I can serve her right. and 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 help her bring her gifts out prior to that. That's what it means to lead, lead in service, right? And and so that that's really, I think, what the leadership thing means. And I got one thing to say on the coaching thing. Let's go. If you're cool with that. Yes. No. So like, here's the thing. I don't care. Like, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, man, being coached, I've never even considered that. I mean, whatever, right? I don't care how hard you're crushing. Like, you could be yes. dominating your industry. You could be making, you know, whatever number figure is out there. It doesn't matter. 
you have a blind spot. Yep. So everybody needs somebody to be checking their six. And even if that's a team around you that you're coaching with just to get the feedback yep. from what from where your blind spot is. So 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 everybody thinks, oh, it's weakness. I need to be coached. I need to be counseled. I need to be this and that, whatever. Mm. It's it's just a lie. Yeah. Right. It's a lie because yeah. honestly, it's pride. It's pride yeah. stepping in. I don't Ooh. need that ego city. Well, right? it's like yeah. we, we talked about the whole. It's vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's exposure. It's all those big words again that we're like, oh, I have to open up myself and share. And it's like, yes, but that's where you're going to get the most growth yeah. in sharing. And so, dude, we, I'm telling you what, such good stuff. It's good stuff. We can good just stuff. talk about this stuff for hours. Well, <laughs> I got to add one thing to no, that on, that yeah. was I was thinking of as you were talking, Gene, is, you know, um, it takes time to break habits and patterns that you've had in your relationship. And so, women, if you have been leading, it's going to take time for your man to be able to figure out how to step up and lead and for you to figure out how you can submit. And it is hard to break those patterns, but but there is so much blessing that comes out of yeah. that when you fill the roles that that were intended for the man and the wife in the marriage. And um, Tony's going to get an amen for me. Amen, <laughs> sister. Well, get, I mean, you guys can hear. I mean, like... I I I get to be married to her, right? But like it's inspiring to yeah. be the man that gets to be her husband, right? Yeah. Right. And like that's what this is all about, right? It's it's when we become one like I, I like I don't I don't deserve anything anyway, but I really don't deserve when I'm not even trying, right? <laughs> and so when she says when she says, you know, oh, I needed to be the spiritual leader. Yeah, she did because I, I wasn't providing any of that covering yeah yeah that's right so like you know if you got but a stinking I, sw- awesome yeah. female you're married to man you gotta step up dude, dude <laughs> man, you know our, our warrior Sorry, evolution. Dude, I mean, I, no no, no that was so yeah. so good because i was our warrior evolution class was all these guys in there and it's you know 100 hours going through the crucible and i'll, I'll never forget one of the instructors instructor dan actually he said, all of you guys are married to very powerful women who need to be led by very powerful men or they're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And it hit home and it was just like, whoa, we had just become, it was, it was crazy. It was like, you guys are all married to the same woman. That just does not surprise me because, you know, <laughs> and, and you think that they're attracted to like, like you're, they're attracted to you for a reason that maybe you can't even see, but women mm. see things differently than guys yes, do. They, they have do. a perception that they, that they have that. And, uh, you know, Ben, you're right, man, guys need to step up. So there is not a shortage of step up material for dudes. Um, whether it's I am TV, you can go check that out. Um, and you can check out, uh, Kings council coaching.com. I mean, just any dude, these, there are guys out there that are, well, we'll talk about Steve super bowl champion. Um, uh, We'll talk about Ivy, pastor of a, a you know a, a large church and large group. We'll talk about Keith Kraft out of you know uh, Texas, uh, you know Riley Meek, the million dollar man. All these guys have coaches. All these guys have been to a place, and then yet they still submit to each other to gain insight. From there's just that's a principle, guys. If you're listening to this, I'm telling you, get you a mentor, get you a coach, plug into one of these uh, groups that we're talking about. Um, 
you can send us an email um i don't we don't even have a small pond email do we no, so we're supposed to be getting our website like, yeah, up the and webs- oh, we don't even talk about that you talk about leading sounds like that's the next thing oh but yeah get in contact with us like go on our facebook page small pond and just say hey i want this information i guarantee you that we will get you the information ben and tony and gene we will all get you this information because we're not just talking about it like we're we're not paid spokespeople we paid like, I, I remember being told, like, you find a room you don't belong in, and you pay to be in it. Well, mm. I'm, I'm about to speak some, some life here in a minute. Uh, ah, we're because church up that, in this mode. You, you, forget your, you forget yourself, Woj. I'm going to look up at your my wall, and there's your certificate of completion. You are a coach. You are a I, life coach yeah, yourself. Come on, Gene. Come on. <laughs> um, and I'm sure the next three beautiful people, including myself, in the room um, will eventually be life coaches Oh yeah, and mentors yourself. I can I can just see it. That's because, what I do every day. Yeah, every you just yeah. what it ends up spurring up up spurring. Did I use that right? No, no, genism today. Um, a passion of watching people grow into such a full mm. potential. Oh, I man. honestly, that's, that's probably mm. like the best part of that's life to watch someone come out of some hard stuff and yeah, and I'm really flourish. Like that's just such a win. This is good, man. I don't. It's this is what's so hard about this because it's hard to find a jumping-off point. It's hard to find a place where you're gonna say, "All right, we're just gonna stop recording." <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's so. They don't rich. have to be home. We can still talk with them. The kids are in bed. <laughs> got sitters, yeah. Um, it's just so good and it's so rich. And I hope that you listeners out there find people in your life that will engage you in rich conversation. Yes. Um, and, and, and there is that chatter, but I'm, I'm telling you, like we were talking about this earlier, like you might have to dig, mm-hmm. like you might have to dig deep and get in some different arenas and, um, and be exposed to some different things. I don't know. Go to Toastmasters, go to, go to church, man, you know, and, um, you know, go volunteer for the school board or go be a coach and, uh, um, I don't know what you're coaching, Pee Wee uh, or Pee Wee Rocket. What do they call it? Rocket here. Yeah, you guys are both baseball, coaching. That's coaching. pretty funny. Yeah. I didn't know he was coaching, and then I go out there to check out the fifth and sixth graders. <laughs> He's and scouting the team yeah. coming up behind them. Yeah. Dude, I'm only a middle school coach. I'm scouting already because I'm going to see what's out there. I'm going to go in. Anyways, I digress. But yeah, it's just you might have to go out and find these things, especially if you're in a small pond. Here's what I challenge you. I I challenge you. To find somebody, find that person that you look up to and get with them. Buy them a cup of coffee. Take them to dinner. Do something to put yourself in that space because they are there. They are there, and you may not like their methodology. It doesn't matter. If somebody is at a place where you want to be, if if that's that married couple that's all cheesy and holding hands everywhere they go, then (laughs) you want your relationship to look like that and be cheesy and holding hands. Well, guess what? You go talk to them people. And and to your small pond pond comment, right? So there are in every great small community, there are the foundations of the community, and and they can be hard to find, but they are there because you yeah. know, Gene, Gene, you said this to start, like you know, what's going to happen to a small town? It just fades away, right? Yes. So it's it's, it's just a few of just diehard, convicted, disciplined people that love the area, the people yeah. around them, they never give up. Yeah. yeah, They just keep being there. And I guarantee you those people are here in this community yes. 
and they're in your community, you just have to reach out and find them. Yeah, absolutely. And they're there. Yeah. And uh and so I mean it's encouragement because you know, we 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 will grow where our feet are planted. Yeah. And they're planted right here in Carson City. So for the time being, we, we finally decided, you know, we're like, well, we're not going to leave. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we've got that's kids good. here now and stuff, but but that's the message yeah. in a small community. And sometimes, I, you know, I told this to 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 one of the um, young men. I'm 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 talking to on a regular basis now. I'm like, listen, sometimes that person's hard to find. Yep. And you have to be that person, mm. and you will attract that person. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like that's that's who it is, right? And like that will manifest itself into into greatness. I mean, it really will. Absolutely. And that's how we came together. Yep. I I mean, we've not known each other for that long. No. No. But we but we found each other in the same circles because we're seeking the same thing. Yeah. Seeking, digging it out, and finding it, and going after it because, um, in and through that now, like we're all edified like we're all mm-hmm. fired up about what's going on in our community and 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 there's purpose behind it it's not just doing like there's purpose and you can feel it and it starts to shift and it just man so yeah don't give up on your small pond you know turn the aerators on get that stuff freaking <laughs> circulating yes. good you know well, i think it starts with a decision too i mean oh, yeah. you have to decide to seek that out and you have to decide to be that person yeah. and intentionality you, know, you yes, can good. you can be this sounds so cliche but you can be the change come on you have to either decide i'm gonna go seek that somewhere else or i'm gonna be part of making it here yeah. and i think that you know a lot of people decide they're gonna go seek somewhere else because yeah. they're just gonna go find it from someone else but at some point somebody needs to be the one that says i'm gonna do the change why not yeah why not it be you come on we get people that say, why, why Carson City? How did you end up here? Why Carson City? And we're like, why not? Why not here in why Carson, not City, here in Carson yeah. City? Why not Montcalm County? Why why not Hubbardston and Palo and Sumner and Elma and Mount Pleasant? And and just keep expanding out. Like, why Amen. not? Like, Amen. God, yeah. you know, God wants all of us to thrive. He wants all of us to lead. He wants to, all of us to just just be the change and I, and I love it's not it's only cliche because people throw it around mm. and they don't really believe it mm. but well, when you believe it mm. it doesn't become cliche I was gonna I like totally uh, quote you Woj I'm quoting you okay. it just reminded me about our leadership mm-hmm. podcast where we talked about uh, just leading you have to lead yourself first before you lead anybody else this is a trip you're quoting um, me don't focus on what happened to you but focus on how to get through what happened to you or yeah. even grow through what yeah. you know what happened to you and so Sometimes we just focus on and what's how happening. you can use that to to mentor other people, yeah, absolutely. to share with other people, and come alongside them to help them get through it too. Yeah. yeah, and those things happen to us, whatever it is that's been in our past, for a reason. That's part of our story, and guess what? We get to use our story to help other people build their story, and that's what's so cool is our stories are connected, and yeah. that's what relationship is all about and that's how change happens you know what it's like when we start doing podcasts what i realize is i get all these ideas for other podcasts and i need to really start writing them down (laughs) during my podcast because i just had one right now i was all like 
Write that oh, down, that's Jane. That's a great podcast a, idea. Yeah. We, man, what's been a great night. Thank you guys so has, much for all that you've been This has been, been a sharing. blessing. Absolutely. It's yeah. been man, incredible. Just want to honor you guys. Thank you so much for blessing mm-hmm. us with your presence. I mean, it is so good to be with you guys and in like locking arms in doing things without really even seeing each other. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. like we all, yes. you know, we know, I, I know that there are, there's Ben and Tony Wilson doing things in the community when I don't have to see them doing things in the community because I know they're there and I know they're doing it. And then that encourages us to keep doing the things that we're doing. And, you know, Galatians six, nine says this, I've been throwing this around like, like you know, do not grow weary in doing good mm-hmm. for in time. You're going to reap a harvest. And I think it's letting go of when that time is, but just keep doing good. So I, I just thank you guys so much mm. for, for honoring us, for being on our, oh, on we our episode. Well, thank you. And uh, just excited to see uh, what the future looks like. I'm, I'm hoping, I hope you guys do your podcast. <laughs> like for sure. We're going to talk. We'll talk offline about that <laughs> yeah. in a little bit. But seriously, guys, hey, we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you for tuning in. And um, we just we just love knowing, like sitting here, we love knowing that you're out there somewhere, you're listening. I pray that you're encouraged. I hope that you uh, are, are getting value. And, um, and, and truly, we are just uh, honored and blessed that you have chosen to out of the millions of podcasts to listen to us and give us a time. So thank you all so much. Gene, you got anything to add before nope, we take we off? we love you. Yeah. And um, Gene's like, I can't love. wait till we actually open like a block where people can message us and yeah, we can hear from our. Listeners. I don't know. I know that that would be a blessing for sure. I yeah, know. I'm yeah. like really bummed right well, now. Well, I know there's. I know there's quite a few of you. <laughs> well, I know we have a we have a Patreon, and we also have um, uh, the the buy buy a coffee or buy. Oh me yeah, a coffee. they can leave comments there. They can leave comments. Okay. They can become so guests. check out also, those I, links I again. I don't even think you have to like. You can just follow us. I don't think you have to like any like donation type stuff. I think it's just like you can seriously follow at least I know with buy me a coffee. Oh yeah. And we're on Facebook. Gosh, and we're on Facebook. So, so, so if you go to Facebook, sometimes. small pond, <laughs> you can message us there. Life where you make it. That was always a subtitle. This is life where you make it because it's mm. true. Like you guys even said, this is where we're going to be. This is what we're going to do. And this is where and, we're going to grow. And, and it's awesome. So I love it. So anyways, y'all thank you for tuning up. And my favorite part of this whole thing. Woo! Preloaded music. <laughs> oh, you did the job. I gotta we'll do talk to y'all later. Bye. <laughs>